On today's episode, you're going to listen to us talk about anything and everything that's on our mind. That could be Disney and anything else in between. So you don't want to miss this one. Grab yourself a cold drink and pull up a chair. This is episode 78 of the Off the Monorails podcast. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Off the Monorails podcast. I am your host, Jordan, joined today, as usual, by my two lovely co-hosts, Justin and Ryan. Fellas, how are we doing? We are doing well, sir. How are things? Things are good. Things are good. We're uh, steadily busy. And hey, guys, we uh, we made it to August. Yeah. We did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I made it through the end of another work week. I am celebrating my Friday evening right now at this point in time of recording. So, uh, cheers to both of you boys to another cheers. week gone. So, yeah, here comes the weekend. Yes, sir. I'm actually uh, heading down to Disney uh, tomorrow. So, I'm right there with you. I'm already starting vacation mode. So, Nice little weekend to go take in some Disney and take in a resort. Uh, we get to stay at Old Key West, which I've never stayed at. Nice. So checking it off the list. Bye. Yeah, checking out, checking it off the list. Um, you know, I might sneak the clubs with me and just like take the pitching wedge out randomly to one of the <laughs> holes if we back up to one of the one of the holes on the golf course there at LBV, and you know, see who yells at me first. <laughs> right. Just for, go for it. It's easier to yeah. ask for forgiveness than permission. Correct. Yep. Correct. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, it's, it is one that we have not yet stayed at and, you know, I'll give you a hint. We'll, uh, we'll get to talk about our experience on, on next episode. So there's a little, there's a little inside information for you, everyone listening. If you want to know what we're going to talk about next episode, we might talk about a little bit of a little trip recap in our wow. time at Okie West. Look forward it's to tale it. Tale as old as time, Ulysses. What a great movie, Rocket Man, classic. Yeah, Harlan classic. Williams. I, I, it's cool though, like little nerdy kind of fact here that Harlan Williams actually still works with the Disney Company because he is yes. the creator of Puppy Dog Pals. Yes, and he does Bob's voice. So he does Bob's. Yep, I yep. think that is way too Not cool. Bobby. Yeah. Well, and then and then he's he's got one of the best performances in all. Uh, with uh, with Dumb and Dumber as the as the state yes. champion. Oh, yeah. Yes, boy's been doing a little bit of boozing, have you? <laughs> Sipping on uh, Grandpa's coffee, have you? <laughs> what a classic! <laughs> so pretty much, this is what the whole you know preface of this episode is: is just us talking about random crap, just for a forewarning. Yeah. But we'll <laughs> welcome we'll get to, to that. Uh, yeah, welcome to OTM Happy Hour, everybody. Speaking of happy hour, I'm going to bless you with some uh, some ASMR. You can guess what I'm doing by these sounds. Let's see here. Oh, yeah. What we got here? Oh, yeah. For all you listeners out there, the fizz. There you go. That's enough. Um, yeah. There's your ASMR for the day. Yep. Welcome to happy hour. That sounded hour lovely. Now. Welcome it to did, ha- happy it? hour has officially started. I do have, I'm a, a pro when it comes to pouring, so yes. seasoned veteran. Yes. 
if there's a if there's a award that they hand out for that, I think we would um, I think we'd be in the running for that. I've had enough practice. Yes, <laughs> <sir. to> see <laughs> well, anyways, uh, fellas. So, what's on y'all's mind today? You know, uh, other than uh, I'm I'm really anticipating you know going to Disney. Yeah, you know, we're recording well, say, this. Of vacation mode. I am. I am. And I mean, we're recording this uh, the day before I go on vacation. It's you know. Um, you know, we recorded, you know, everybody that that's listening to this episode has hopefully listened to last week's episode where we previewed food and wine festival Yeah, and all the things happening with that. Well, we're recording this, uh, this episode now, um, today it, it's opening day of food and wine. So I've been, you know, I've been paying a little bit of attention to some of the reactions from, you know, across the socials and seeing what everyone's thinking about all the new dishes and trying to get a trying to get a game plan on if I can if I can somehow get over to uh over to Epcot and try some of this stuff so mm-hmm. I guess um by the time that this episode comes out you know if you we you may have you may have already found out that if I got there or not based mm-hmm. on what we put out on social media so uh if you're not following us uh go follow us at off the monorails on every social media platform out there, including Instagram, uh, threads, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook. Uh, we're, we're everywhere. So, uh, go follow us there, but yeah. Um, and you know, if I do get to go over to Epcot at some point, uh, whether that's Friday evening or Saturday evening, it's kind of where I'm kind of got my sight lines at right now for it. Then, uh, then we'll, we'll stay tuned for next week's episode. Cause we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that. So yeah. You know, I'm I'm going to be a little impulsive here, and um, I actually have some hotel points that I need to burn a free night before the first week of August. So, burn, baby, burn. I may um, I may join you on an impulse decision, please. So, it's please. best to use it while you can. Yeah, I mean it's it's literally a free night at a hotel that I earned. I earned it. I should. Why not? Should you already go. got free tickets. Yeah. <laughs> So there you go. There's another little side note. Hey, I, I would love to have you, buddy. Festival beer. So meanwhile, while lives. I'll be at work, these two are probably going to be uh, <laughs> hand in hand, a lot of gagging around Epcot, enjoying some great stuff, and I'm going to be jealous. We'll send yep. you plenty of photos, Justin. Yeah. I, right. You always do. You never disappoint. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. So speaking of the parks, did you guys see the news that was posted on uh, – the Disney Parks Facebook page two hours ago. Yeah, I seen it on uh, TikTok. Magic Kingdom. Yeah, Magic just Kingdom coming there. Yeah, our boy uh, Scott Gustin. Uh, he's he's got it on lock. If, if you're not following him on Twitter, Scott or is on a thread, great follow. He's a great follow for especially for Disney news, uh, theme park news. He covers all across the board, but he's got Disney on lock. But yeah, uh, yeah. Go ahead, Justin. Yeah, uh, apparently there is a. New all all new interactive experience coming to the Magic Kingdom titled Smellifants on Parade, and it will be a family friendly, I quote, search and sniff adventure in Storybook Circus presented by Scentsy, the official home fragrance of Walt Disney World. Sense. Yeah. So, being that we know Storybook Circus has Dumbo. It has the Barnstormer, yep. the Splash Pad. 
I am kind of concerned where this is going to be because that is a very condensed, highly trafficked area, and you're going to have a search and sniff activity there. Well, remember, remember because of the because of that new pathway going to Tron, they've yes, got a little kind of extra extended. area. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Storyville Circus is kind There's of like extended. A they've got a little bit. Yep. And then it goes under kind of that tunnel where the where the train goes through. So you've you've got you've got some area to work with. I think I think of course they have a little bit of area they could always repurpose around uh Pete Silly Sideshow and that area kind of yeah, you know, there's a lot of and- Yes, there's a lot of space over there that they can absolutely utilize. I'm I'm glad they're you know trying to put new things, especially for the kids. And I think I I like the fact that it's they're trying something new with a sensory type right. activity. I, I now I, I it's not going to be, I don't I I'm interested to see how because there are there are children. There's plenty of children out there that are that are sensitive to sensory things. Right. To, and so I'm interested to see kind of how they manage that piece of it. But I do like the fact that they're trying new things at magic kingdom out of all places um, and trying to invigorate, you know, other areas of that park. I couldn't agree more. That's a, that's a fair point, Jordan. Uh, as, as a father of an autistic child, uh, I understand the sensory stuff. So yeah. uh, I, I'm curious as to how they're going to pull it off and like where it's going to be be located and uh how they plan to attack this uh this activity yeah i i mean and the theming too what who's the yeah, what's the, the what's the genesis of the theming i mean it's elephant base so so it's we a, can assume dumbo is it dumbo is it heffalumps like where yeah, are we is what it, are we is it dumbo's we? dungo one of the smells like <laughs> <laughs> oh god yikes or is, is it going to be like circus things like you know popcorn or like a peanut or peanut butter smell or yeah, I, fair I, like circus smells yeah, cotton candy yeah. they do have a, like an array of options if they stick to that area's theme right yeah so uh, i yeah i'm interested to see uh what the timing looks like on on that and how they put it all together and i again if it's just something that gives you know families a little something extra to do that's it's very here's the here's the one thing right everyone can do it it's not a thrill ride it's not something that's limited to us you know height requirements it is literally something for uh, that everyone could go to uh which is also great to have at magic kingdom as well i agree uh did you see that two days ago the disney parks reported that in just a few short days trails end restaurant and crockett's tavern will be reopening their doors with enhanced looks and menus. So something else to be very excited about is not only uh, is Trails End returning and Crockett's Tavern returning and reopening, but they reopened early. Uh, at the time that we're recording, it's open. It's ready for business, yep. uh, which is super exciting uh, because, uh, you know, we love Trails End. It's near and dear to our hearts. And looking at some of the photos of the area they've and if you're if you're listening to this and you're not familiar with trails in trails in was a long-standing restaurant for years almost 50 years old over at fort wilderness in the at near pioneer hall and it was a long-standing restaurant and they served breakfast and they served dinner uh they also had crocus tavern which was a little bar area uh that served inside and outside yeah Yeah. and um and yeah it it was a it was a great place well they announced last year that it was going to close and that it was going to 
be re rethemed. Um, and so they closed it in around March, I think is when it, they closed yes, it this year. March, April. Yeah. And uh, so uh, they, they closed it and now they've kind of readjusted the inside, the interior and uh, kind of made it uh, all new again. And so now it's a quick service location, much like other, like at other uh, resorts on Disney property where you could go in and, and just get different items from different kind of, uh, so, you know, selection um areas and then they also converted uh crocus tavern into more of a traditional lounge area which i which i'm for yes i'm perfectly happy with that and they've got their full array of um of drinks and things like that which are it looks like they kept um you know kept some of the ones that they were known for around and they've introduced some other drinks some other moonshine based drinks too which is pretty cool um but yeah looking at the menu we see a lot of returning favorites the the mason jar desserts are back yep they're back um which they're great uh well we've talked a lot about trails end and fort wilderness in a lot of our episodes based on our experiences there uh so uh, if you want to uh, go listen to one of those episodes we'll leave it down in the episode description so you can quick link to uh to that episode where we've discussed some of these things uh in greater detail about our experiences at you know during breakfast or dinner there but yeah guys i'm excited about all the all the things coming back they've even got pizzas like yeah. pizzas back on the menu which is one of the things that they had when they originally had the trails in breakfast buffet yeah before breakfast was a sit-down service R. I. P. it was a buffet service and they had breakfast oh. pizzas on there too so well i want y'all start on something what do y'all think this does for the fate in the future of p and j's uh southern takeout what do you what do you think if this affects it or it, it, yeah it goes away i mean yeah. that's yeah. what this is essentially yeah. right uh i mean and so for for those again that don't know p and j southern takeout was essentially a mobile order order you know takeout order uh version of trails in where you could get right. uh, a slightly smaller menu selection etc but you would take in you could you know get some ribs or chicken and things like that mm -hmm. uh, but it was fully takeout right you didn't have a, a dining service take it back like to the did. cabin and eat it yeah if, you know, yeah. yeah so i think that it absolutely goes away i mean it was kind of when we were just there it was a, necess a necessary thing during when trails in went down yeah yeah, yeah. because and they like, had the we kitchen, were there for more day the yeah. yeah exactly we were there for Memorial day weekend and that was they were still serving from PJ's takeout right like the, so the, the kitchen was still operational they just were placing mobile orders and they had someone stationed outside and so you couldn't go right. into the area at all but they were still running it I think, you know, that completely is gone. I, we'll have to get confirmation boots on the ground there, uh, hopefully soon to confirm. But I, yeah, I think it's, I think it's gone if it's not already. I wonder what the new breakfast will compare to the original breakfast, because we have raved about trails in breakfast. We've all three collectively experienced it several times. And, uh, I just, I wonder how the new menu is going to shake up with, you know, against the old one. Because there was some good stuff on the original breakfast menu. Sounds like we have a for science purposes only uh, a, a something to schedule. <laughs> it's not just for science, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could literally just get up early at like four o'clock one morning and just go down there for breakfast. I, I would be okay. Oh, with that. easy, please. Easy. The only thing that the only thing here, guys, is that we haven't gotten 
we haven't received any confirmation about breakfast. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The That's only thing, yeah. the only thing that Disney Parks blog or Disney that Disney has let out or shown us are all of the are all the lunch and dinner options. They've you know mm -hmm. they've never they haven't shown us yet any uh, breakfast options. Which, I mean, they, yeah. Again, we've talked about it at you know, nauseum, but they have to they have to give us they have to give us some breakfast. Back. Please, please, please. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, they've got a lot of. They've introduced a lot of new menu items as well. Um, one of those that uh, they've got the uh, some new plant based offerings, including the crispy cauliflower with the garlic aioli. It, it's uh, it's one from Hoopty Doo Music Review. They have that on their plant based menu, and so it's it's making its way over page out of that book. Yeah, and then they've also got the uh, fried green tomato sliders. And it's got a, a rumelade and citrus greens and served with French fries too. So, hey, I'm down with some fried green tomatoes on a slider. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean it's just yeah. So it looks it looks good. The restaurant looks good in the photos that they've shown, and yeah. I can't wait to to get there and see it in person and be able to step back into to Trails End because it is like it's, like we said it's it's near to our hearts yeah. absolutely. Yes, very much so. Uh, so. Other Disney happenings, um, so we've gotten a lot more sneak peeks uh, about some food options for, and other happenings for Not, not So, so scary. scary. Yes, yeah. sir. Yep. They have been rolling out quite a few, actually. They actually uh, start in a couple of weeks, right? Like, it's it's, it's here. It's, it's upon us. Yeah, it's coming. Yeah, I mean, we are literally, I mean, at the time we're recording this, right, it's july 27th we're recording this this will obviously drop um you know a week from when we're we're you know about a week from when we're recording it'll already be august but it's um you know yeah we're we're literally weeks away now at this point um when this episode comes out and premieres that that halloween events will be starting at walt disney world and across other theme parks so it's um it's pretty it's pretty awesome i love the halloween season yes oh, yeah. now it's ungodly hot here in florida <laughs> right now so it's not gonna feel like halloween much um but uh it you know that's hit or miss anyways even on halloween in october it's it's it can either be 85 or it can be 65 so yeah you don't really yeah. know what you're gonna get here in, in florida but um yeah august 11th is uh is when when the Mickey not so scary Halloween parties begin. It's all I can do to get into a work uniform. I couldn't imagine a costume. There ain't no way. <laughs> yeah. No way in hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, they've got they've got thirty specialty treats all for Mickey's not so scary uh Halloween party. So and they've got some, you know, exclusives to the party itself only uh, that include the zombie fingers and skull brownie. Nice. Um, yeah. And they've also got some treats that are going to be available all day long, uh, like the apple fritter milkshake and the tombstone tart. Uh, it's they got sweet things. They got savory things. Uh, they've got uh, a full array of desserts. If you do the uh, dessert party that goes along with Mickey's not so scary uh, event. Uh, so you can know that's always an add-on event, but it's got a lot. There's a lot to choose from here. Um, all featured over around um, 
uh, around the parks. Uh, one of my one of my favorites is back, and it's the uh, Pain and Panic Loaded Tots that's going to be over at the Friars Nook, and it's uh, only available during the Halloween party. Tater Tots, uh, topped with sweet and spicy onion relish, sriracha mustard, oh, and God. crumbled bratwurst. God. Yeah. Dude wipes, please sponsor us after eating this. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah. And, and so yeah, they had a they had a hot dog version of this last year at the party. And so now they're bringing it the loaded tots. Um they've they've also got essentially the hot dog again, um, but it's with a bratwurst now. So uh but yeah, so they'll be serving that up over there. And they've got some other cool treats like the black velvet whoopie pie mm. they'll be serving it over at uh, liberty square market and this is during all uh all park hours but it's black velvet cookie with buttercream and sprinkles topped with a sugar spider black so, velvet yes yes <laughs> yes this would be a good year to go to the parties because there's so much like hype and fanfare with the new Haunted Mansion movie that's coming out literally tomorrow right. at time of recording. Very true. Yeah. This this Halloween season at Disney would be really cool. And uh, by the way, have you guys seen the uh, glow in the dark ha- uh, popcorn bucket you can pre order? <sighs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The collector yeah. in me is ready to just put in a credit card number and let frivolous <laughs> spending take hold like it normally does. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, they're 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 probably gonna get me. They're probably gonna get yeah. me. There's an R2 D2 popcorn bucket too. Right now it's like popcorn bucket season at Disney because Disneyland just released the tr- the train. Yes. Popcorn bucket. That thing is sick. Um, they're getting the Hatbox Ghost. Speaking um, of the Hatbox Ghost, they are installing that rumored uh, in the coming weeks in August. Yeah, That's I think they're going to kind of do it maybe. And it will be ready the film. We'll for the see. first night of the Halloween party. Well, rumored. Yeah. That, so it kind of got debunked because people automatically thought because they announced that Haunted Mansion in um in Disney World and Walt Disney World was going to be closed for about a week um before right before the parties begin and uh, so at the time of this recording at, yeah, you know, at the are. time <laughs> that this episode is here it's 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 about it's happening um and so people automatically thought okay well they're installing Hatbox Ghost they they promise it's coming this year it, it's got to be installed now right before Halloween parties begin and uh, Disney exec already came out and said they're not installing Hatbox Ghost during this closure. So is it is it just surface? Is it just noise? Is it like a, a ruse to say, oh, no, we're not installing it, and they really are? Or do we take them at their word? So I don't know. We'll so, see. But I think they're trying not to gaslight this- themselves is, is what it is. Yeah, shortly after release of this episode, we will have our answer, Jordan. Just mm-hmm. let Jared Leto walk around in there. I mean, that would work. <laughs> I'd be cool, with, cool that. with it. Yeah, cool. With That's it. Academy Award winner, <laughs> Jared. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Also, a great front man for Thirty Seconds to Mars. If you're absolutely not familiar, uh, yes. 
but yeah, Jordan, please continue with your uh, popcorn bucket rant. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um. So yeah. So popcorn buckets at Disneyland. Uh, you've got. Uh, let's see. Uh, so we've got the. Uh, hopefully, popcorn buckets coming to Disney World. Uh, you've got a popcorn bucket that was just released uh, today at Epcot for. Uh, part of food and wine, which is very similar. It's exactly the same as the popcorn bucket that, that Ryan recently purchased, uh, which is the Mickey Minnie's uh, picnic basket yes. popcorn bucket. Except I think they just ordered too many of them or they're not selling as good as they thought they might be selling them. And so what I think they did was I think they repurposed them. So they put different <laughs> and- stickers on them. Yes, they put different stickers and a different lanyard on them. And now they're selling them as food and wine versions. We don't want stupid <laughs> Disneyland hand-me-downs. I Toontown think that's what it Disneyland. is. I think that's what it is. <laughs> God, do better. Come on. Yeah. You're one of the biggest conglomerates in the world. Do better. Like, see... <sighs> I'm trying not to get pissed off in this episode, but that's just so cheesy, man. And that's not because of Remy. (laughs) Well, while we're speaking of things that grind our gears, um, let's talk about something that you can grind at home, which is a great coffee beans from our friends over at Expedition Roasters. Ryan? Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, It's funny you say that because I'm actually down to my last bag from my seven-bag order that I placed about a month and a half ago. Um, we are on the ghoulish delights right now, which is the cinnamon bun flavored coffee. And Ooh, how was that? It was, it's, it's really good. Um, the first morning that I brewed it because I get up at four o'clock in the morning for work. So I actually brew the coffee before Brianna gets up. And she said that when she got up for work, that it, she thought I made cinnamon rolls in the oven. <laughs> so she got excited like it, that I made cinnamon rolls, but she realized the coffee just smelled that good that it's, she said it smelled like food in the house. Wow. And, um, nice. Dude, yeah, that with just like some plain like uh, cream, like some heavy cream. I don't even need sugar for it because there's enough flavor in the beans mm-hmm. uh, as it is. Um, man, it's it's so good. It, it makes a good iced coffee, too. We use the leftovers and Ooh. make iced coffee at night. Um, I bet that is dangerous. Oh, but, yeah, yeah uh, Expedition Roasters, you can get that Ghoulish Delights flavor, which is like a Haunted Mansion theme. Uh, all of their flavors are theme parks and pop culture themed, and that's for Disney, Universal, or anything in between. Uh, they've got alcohol-inspired flavors. Uh, the Fortune and Glory is like a bourbon streusel. Um, and then you have your um, Groggy Joe, which is like a coconut rum flavor. Um, they're they're pretty heavy on like the alcohol flavor, so if you're not a big like rum or bourbon person... Um, beware but it's if you know for someone like me i love my drinks so um those those coffees are a little bit uh, bold just like i like them but mm-hmm. yeah I, I'm, I know i'm jumping on after we finish recording this uh, i'm going to use our code off the monorails at checkout i'm going to save myself 10 percent, and i'm going to make sure my order is over 65 dollars because that automatically gets me free shipping as well so I think on top should, of savings. Yeah, I think we should all do the same thing and save some money. That be shipping and get yourself a ten percent discount. But um, yeah, give our friends at expeditionroasters.com a look, and I guarantee you that you're gonna find something that will fit you just right. I'll cheers to that, sir. I need to get another beer. Me too. All right, beer break. Well, while the boys are on a beer break, uh, pairing up with that coffee 
you can also visit our friends at 1901 Candle Cove. They have a candle with the uh, scent title Black Flame that goes along with celebrating spooky season and uh, has a notes of lavender, marine accord, mint, and uh, mid notes of rose and jasmine on a base of sandalwood, cedarwood, amber, and musk. So celebrating spooky season and style. Can't go wrong. Go visit 1901candleco.com. Pick you up some candles to get into the holiday season coming up shortly. Makes great gifts, all that good stuff. Make sure you use our discount code off the rails 15 to save yourself 15% at checkout. And again, this is at 1901candleco.com. Another thing, guys, coming very soon uh, after this episode premieres is the series premiere of Ahsoka on Disney Plus. Oh, yeah. I haven't read too much into it, but um, I I think I want to watch it. I think I want to watch it absolutely. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It's, you know, obviously this is going to, this is a Star Wars uh, show. It's a limited series. It's developed by Jon Favreau and Dave Filoni. Uh, So if you know, if you are fans of Star Wars, yeah, if you are fans of The Mandalorian and all that has happened with it, uh, obviously, if you have probably seen Ahsoka featured in The Mandalorian in a few mm-hmm. episodes. Uh, they are dedicating an entire series to Ahsoka now. Uh, same people behind it. And you know they have just done some really, really good things with the Star Wars franchise and the future direction of it. So Rosario Dawson is back, uh, reprising her role as Ahsoka Tano. And uh, it's going to be it's going to be great it's it follows it basically follows suit um in the storyline uh directly after uh, the clone wars so if you were familiar with that animated series uh then uh you will be familiar with this character and with the timeline uh that exists uh with it so if you're looking to catch up before this premieres uh go watch the clone wars and it's it was they, Dave Filoni also said that you don't have to watch all the Clone Wars because there's several seasons of it. Uh, but he said right. if you watch if you watch at least the last season of the Clone Wars, then it would give you an idea uh, of the storyline and where it's headed uh, for for this series. So I, for one, am excited to to see this. I love Rosario Dawson. Uh, I like a lot of the lot of movies and shows that she's done and um, and roles that she's played. And so I'm I'm looking forward to to this. I loved her when she, when she appeared in The Mandalorian. Uh, it's, yep. It was people, you know, people were super ecstatic about Ahsoka, you know, appearing in that series. And um, I think it's a really cool character for, you know, for the Star Wars, you know, world to well, uh, she's have. an she's an important character into the star wars universe and for them to finally shed some light on her individually and uh bring her to more popularity and you know where you're not having to be so involved in the comics or just certain parts of the canon mm-hmm. uh to know her i think this is a a good move all around uh disney here has lately has been trying to do more female-led films and yeah if you're going to do any of that this is the perfect one because ahsoka is just a one-of-a-kind fighter and person you could say badass if you wanted to you wanted to say badass she is she is awesome and she deserves every bit of her backstory so this is going to be definitely one for even those that do not know star wars 
you will want to watch this. This I, is going to be cool. Well, to that point, Justin, I think it's going to lend a little bit of additional watchers to, to the door. Well, yeah. just to people to, you know, that, 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 you know, the empowerment and, and women, and especially like, you know, young females getting behind that, that, and kind of feeling uplifted, I think from that, uh, feeling more empowered. And so I, I think it's going to be pretty cool, uh, for them, to, for them to do this. Um, and you know it's going to go crazy with the merch. It's going to go ballistic. <laughs> it's um, going to be insane how good it's going to be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, and you know, one of our favorite merch producers, of course, is Roosevelt's. Um, Roosevelt's, if you're listening, we love you guys. We love you, you know so that much. It's obvious. It is. You, you already know it. You already know it. We, we've we've made contact with a few of those guys there, so. Um, they're they're great. Uh, they really are. And uh, but yeah, so San Diego Comic Con just happened. Yes, it did. They released a lot of exclusives there. Roosevelt's being them. They did. And one of the exclusives that will be made available here soon, they have told us, was a, a complete Ahsoka inspired design. Um, I can't wait to get, get my your hands credit on. cards ready, gentlemen. I can't wait to get my hands on it. I'm going to spend. A lot of money. Uh, they already have a lot of my money, but uh, they will continue to get more yep. because they are a great company. Rack them points up, get some discounts. Yeah, they're a great company. They have something for everybody, which I love. Um, right. You know, it's it, not every not every design that they make is is you know for everyone. But it's, it's not just Disney that they cover. Yeah, too. exactly, exactly. They cover everything. So, yeah, um, not sponsored, but hey, Roosevelt's, if you're listening, appreciation. Talk to us. Um, yeah. So I just had to get that out there because if anyone else is a fan of Ahsoka or Star Wars and apparel and things like that, then be on the lookout in a, in a couple of weeks. Just go check out Roosevelt's. They got yeah. some really cool stuff coming. So um, a, a recent development in my ha uh, household, which I think I told you guys maybe uh, an episode or two ago that we started really diving into the Marvel Cinematic Universe and trying yep. to uh, yep. build a timeline because, you know, of course, we're we love guardians of the galaxy in my household, yes, but, um, yes, it all sparked whenever we just randomly, uh, seen Iron Man on TV the other day and we watched it. Okay. And, um, Original? we started, yeah. we decided to start from, from the first movie Captain of, America. Yeah, of the MCU. Yeah. And we have now made it into phase two. We have literally been binge watching. Movies. Oh, wow. And um, our next one is Avengers Age of Ultron, which I have already yes. seen it, and I've seen uh, Infinity War and Endgame. So I yeah. kind of know I, I was a little more nerdy ahead of time before the rest of my family <laughs> uh, followed suit. So I got was the introduction that of the other yeah. characters leading into the rest of the Avengers stuff. That's that's where Age of Ultron is really cool. Yeah, and that was the one in order after Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one. So yeah, um, great place yep. to pick up on because my family has watched that movie like eight times now. But um, <laughs> it, it, it's such a good breakdown of how they tie all these movies into a cinematic universe. They're all in mm -hmm. one, you know, mm -hmm. being. They're and, all connected. Um, they all matter. Yeah, we are channeling our inner nerd here lately, and we have been binge watching movies, and I absolutely love it. And um, yeah, yeah, it's it's awesome. And speaking of Guardians of the Galaxy, I just purchased Volume Three uh, and watched that, and I'm impressed. Great don't, movie. Don't 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 spoil it, Justin. I haven't seen it. I'm not I'm not spoiling it. I'm just uh, saying it, it does come movie. by I'm the time impressed. this uh, you know this 
episode is yep. premiering. It's probably on Disney Plus already. And then uh, shortly know after Little Mermaid. <laughs> yeah. So yep. Yep. it's a uh, great time I'm to have very, Disney Plus. Yes. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I will purchase it eventually as well, just because I like to own them, um, at least digitally. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, I, I can't wait. Uh, we were actually just talking. It's funny, Ryan, because we were just ta- we literally had this conversation during dinner tonight just around the table and how guardians, um, you know, had really became, it was kind of like that unknown character at first people weren't familiar, right? Like even as kids, right? Like obviously Marvel comics go way, way back, right? They're much older than we are, but people were very familiar with, with Iron Man, right? Like you're just, even us, right? Like we weren't deeply involved in comics, as we kids, of. but we knew what Iron Man was. We knew what Captain America was. We knew Spider-Man, what Hulk was. The Hulk, Spider-Man, yeah. the the core, even X Men, oh. right? And oh, yeah. but yeah. but I, you didn't. We I never I never heard of Guardians of the Galaxy or Thor. And, like <laughs> or, yeah yeah, and that's and so they you know it comes about, and I I didn't watch it for years after it had come out, and. Uh, I watched it doing a very, very same exercise that what you're doing, Ryan, was, you know, years back, I went and did the cinematic universe, right? And I think a lot of people have. And I find I found myself just falling in love with yes. Guardians of the Galaxy. And so this was the conversation we were having tonight during dinner was just like how surprising it was for Guardians of the Galaxy to kind of just pull people in like it did. Out and, of nowhere. Yeah, it really does. And now it's my favorite favorite <laughs> sub franchise of the MCU. Yeah, right? Like easily. I I I loved I loved Iron Man when it came out. First movie that dropped, John Favreau directing, I loved Iron Man. And then and then Captain America came out. And at that time, I didn't realize they were connected, right? Like I didn't they were building this MCU and no one really had a clue that they were doing it. And I loved that movie. And then these just come along and come along and but i paid attention to the ones that i knew right i paid attention to iron man i paid attention to uh to captain america and and so when when guardians when i finally got to guardians i was i was floored by it i i loved it and it's just it's there's no wonder why they built an entire ride dedicated to it at epcot there's no hiding why it's become such so popular in pop culture. Popular. Yeah. Um, Chris Pratt and helped that as well. <laughs> yes. It did, but like everything, all the all the characters are so charismatic there. And they're, they're right? all they, so they, individually marketable by their own right. They yes. are. And they're so yes. likable or non-likable, right? right. Yeah. In their own in their own like they all have I mean they're misfits, right? Like and that's part of it too is and right. like they're the outcasts and they're all losers. That's what there's the, also their some own game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's something likable about that as well. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's just funny. Yeah. We were kind of in the similar conversations of, yeah, it's just amazing that that's what has turned into the luster of guardians. And I'm, I'm hopeful. Like I'm again, I'm ignorant in the fact that I haven't seen the third one yet. Um, and shame on me. Absolutely. Shame on me. But I'm what, where do we go from here now? And yes, we'll probably, this will open the door for more, much more conversation once we have all seen the movie and can, can comment on it uh, without spoiling it for everybody listening. But, um, 
but yeah, I'm hopeful that it can continue in some capacity somehow. Uh, again, being ignorant to to where it was left at this point in time. Yeah. So the only thing I'll say about the movie is James Gunn went out on a high note with this movie. It, yep. Man, I'm telling you, it, I was. Do you think floored. he comes back? Do you think he comes back? I pray to God. With this one, he can't. There's, there's. I mean, I understand everybody wants to do like the Peyton Manning thing and just like ride off into the sunset after your swan song, but mm -hmm. man, he can't. There's no way he but, can stop after leaving off on this. But he's technically not. All right, like he's just going to right. DC and trying to do yeah. the same thing at DC. Yeah, right. I get it, so. but. Uh, yeah, I don't know. This would be a good time to probably take a drink if you got one. Yep, here, here. This is OTM Happy Hour. Well, I want to expand on this. It's kind of like how I love Deadpool. Like That's my favorite Marvel character oh, yeah. and his backstory. And did you see... Can we please talk about dude, that? Dude, I am in love seeing that scene come out with him and Wolverine. Yes. And seeing Wolverine decked out in the uniform. classic yellow and blue and black that is going to be epic we got a yep. bleep out of him everybody it's officially it's, happy hour <laughs> well this is deadpool and i'm i love deadpool this well, is going to be epic yeah. when they introduce the x-men and pull them fully oh, yeah. in yeah this is going to be incredible this is how the door opens to the x-men coming in and who knows they may run into the Avengers. Yeah. Fantastic. Deadpool to me is along the same note as Guardians is to the Marvel MCU. Um, mm -hmm. Because they're almost a comedic relief. They're like the cool, kind of slightly trashy cousin that gets a little too drunk at the Christmas party, but they're really fun <laughs> to be around. Like, right. Oh, that that's what they're the comedic relief in in some of these serious scenes. Like I know in the Avengers movies, anytime you see Quill or Rocket or Groot <laughs> or Drax, you know something stupid is about to be said, or you know like this something hilarious is going to happen. So Deadpool is nothing short of that himself, and Ryan Reynolds was the perfect casting for for that character. Well, he made it happen, right? He, yeah. This is his passion project. Yep. Like it, 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 this wouldn't be happening without him, and he's pushed it beyond what I think anyone else would be willing yeah. to do. And kudos and, to him for that. Yeah. And you know why he wants to push it as far as he does? Because when he became Green Lantern, he realized that that role technically was not for him. Like he he chose he wanted to be Deadpool and wanted Green Lantern to just be forgotten about basically <laughs> yeah please <laughs> kind of like how he was already in the comic books sorry Fair. i said it but like i said this is this is interesting because we know of an avengers endgame we know what happened there if you haven't seen it by now this is your own fault but it's an epic ending to that series but there's still so much more that has happened since then that who's to say that the avengers won't have another movie come out as oh, I'm sure. Seeing all of them together. Because, like I said, with Deadpool, now Deadpool's on his, what, third, fourth this movie now? Third. This will be the third. And now we're getting Wolverine into it. Yeah. So now that opens the door for, like you said, X-Men, uh, Fantastic Four. Who's to say that we won't see them eventually well, meet up with someone else in the MCU? Well, here's what I'm saying. Hold that thought because in Phase 6 of the MCU... 2025 yep. is slated for Fantastic Four, 
And then 2026 is Avengers the Kang Dynasty. And then 2027 is Avengers Secret Wars. So you, mm-hmm. you there's going to be some room Never. for... There you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, the Marvels comes out later this year in November. Yep. Uh, we've got, we're about, what, a month or so away from uh, from the D23 uh, exhibition at, in in Orlando. Yeah. Uh, on that. And so... Uh, I'm sure I'm sure they're going to save some type of announcement for that. Right. So yeah, I mean, we, hopefully we get more details around that time period, but yeah, this can, this can go a lot of ways still, uh, which is good. There's still a lot of story to be, to be said now with, you know, based on a couple of episodes ago when we talked about uh, Bob Iger's comments uh, on the CNBC interview, and directly related to uh, his comments around Marvel and the MCU and Star Wars and those franchises, and you know he he's you know, he clearly he blatantly said that he believes that they've done too many movies or you know productions around these characters around these franchises. Uh, he thinks has diluted the market. Um, so. I'll be interested to see how those comments and how the current state of the franchise, we'll call it, um, how that impacts the future direction or those those planned dates that you just mentioned, Ryan. And so, again, maybe this at the expo we get some additional information um, yeah. uh, on the impacts there. But I mean, there could be a, a little bit of a slight change of direction there. Um, Maybe for better, maybe for worse. I'm not sure. Yeah, uh, I'd like to look up the insights on what Marvel movies have done as far as income and streaming, uh, yeah. you know, numbers. I, I would have to say that the the MCU has a big play in Disney Plus's popularity, and then let alone what happens in the box office. Like, that's, there, that's there's no way the market's diluted. I mean, I know there's a lot of movies, but there is a ton of people that. Like we're doing right now, we're we're following the storyline phase by phase, and these mo- some of these movies are ten years old that we're rewatching. So, yeah. yeah, you know, it's keeping things relevant. Yeah, well, I mean, here's to put it in perspective, right? Like, here's a man that had the head of a company that you know is feeling some pressure, right? Stocks yeah. are down, almost historically down, and. Uh, he's he's being very critical about some of the some of the output of the entertainment that they've you know are producing, which is fair. I do agree. Sure, absolutely. Um, you have things, you know, productions like uh, Thor: Love and Thunder that was just tanked in the box office, right? And then you compare that to uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, which in the box office for 2023. Is the second highest grossing film worldwide. Not surprised. Bingo. Over eight hundred and forty four million worldwide it's grossed. Yeah. But again, Thor is an older character. Guardians of the Galaxy is still fairly Correct, young. Right. So this this is the mixture, right? Because I, I the question I was asking myself is when's the last time I went to the theater and watched a Marvel movie? Yeah. Fair. Fair point. The first you know, Avengers for me. It was in game. It was in game for me. And yeah, so I, I had every intention of going to see, you know, Love and Thunder. But then as soon as as soon as people went and saw it on, on opening night and told me, 
oh, it's trash. It's garbage. Like it's that I don't know what they did with it. It was just they try to be too. They try to do too much to be funny, and it just ruined the film. Yeah, didn't go see that. I didn't go see Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania. I didn't go see. I mean, obviously, I've already stated I didn't even make it to go see Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three when I and I absolutely love that franchise. And so that kind of tells you too, like, yeah, maybe people are, are not into going to see Marvel movies a whole lot anymore. Yeah. And so that, that's where the streaming comes in. Like, yeah, now it's a convenient thing that I can watch it and Mm -hmm. I don't have to buy it, you know, you know, right. Uh, It's part of my subscription. I can watch it uh, when it comes out and we'll see. Uh, Like in my opinion, and this is just my opinion, but Characters like Thor and Ant-Man, some of the, I guess, not as desirable Marvel characters, they are portrayed so well in the Avengers movies that that going through the trouble of making a separate production of their own movies is almost robbing them of what how good they are portrayed in the Avengers movies yeah. versus you know your main characters like Iron Man and Spider-Man and the Guardians, Hulk, the, these people can stand alone these characters can stand alone with the storylines they already have and to me i think like you're saying with thor being you know kind of a, a bust in the box office it almost robbed it and and that to in to bob Iger's uh you know defense maybe certain movies are diluting the market as far as the smaller characters but um the avengers movies help them stand alone themselves so, but here's the thing, right? Like, Thor is a perfect example. I love the Thor movies; they were great. Like, the standalone Thor movies are fantastic, and even in the Avengers movies, when they're mixed in with each other, right? Thor is a great character, and then Love and Thunder just—it's just a flop, right? Like, it's just—it's just not—it's just, not, just not what it should have been essentially yeah and maybe that's a little unfair but i mean it's it's a wide opinion and so yeah like it it just again it's become diluted like they tried too hard um can they recover yeah guardians you know guardians volume three guardians proves it proves that it's that it can recover it just takes the right the avengers proves it it takes the right type of characters right it takes the right type of characters and audience and We'll see how it goes. I think also it's they needed to figure out where the story needs to end for developing the character and leave it to the Avengers as the carry on from that point onward for the that character's development. Yeah. Uh, for example, like you're saying about Thor, probably could have done without Love and Thunder. I've seen it. Yeah. Again, okay movie, but could have probably done without it or worked it into the other two or three movies over that whole span mm-hmm. and condensed it versus like Ant-Man and the Wasp. Like you had to tell both of their stories and they only have three combined total, yeah. including Quantumania. Yeah. yeah. So that told the perfect amount of story uh, and, and shaping up the characters for them to be present in the Avengers and know that character and what that character is about. So that could be part of the argument about the diluted part of the market. Uh, like I said, we'll, I think we'll start to see how, how, how the audience receives it with the Marvels being here. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you've got all these other series, of course, being out there on Disney plus, 
Uh, so we'll see how those are received as well. Um, it, you know, yeah, I guess we just have to wait and see on a lot of this, right? We're in that mode. Yeah. But back, oh, way all the way back, let's rewind all the way back. <laughs> Brian, it's fantastic, right? Don't you love yeah. going through and just seeing all these in order and kind of you know, seeing the dots connect in real time? Yeah, yeah. And honestly, one of the movies series that I never thought I could relate to, Doctor Strange is slowly becoming one of my favorites. It's good. Nailed it. He is good. I love Doctor um, Strange. Uh, something about it, man. Uh, just the when I when I first seen, um, I think it was Avengers: Infinity War, yeah. uh, was when I, I yep. first seen Doctor Strange, and I was like, "Who the hell is this guy?" You know, like creating <laughs> little time portals and throwing shit through them. Like, <laughs> and then as I started from square one, and then started seeing some of his own movies, I'm like, "Hey, now this shit's kind of cool." Like. Yeah, it, it's it's definitely sparked my interest, and um, I cannot wait for the next Avengers installments and anything else that comes out in the MCU. Because, like I said, I'm just now getting halfway through Phase Two, so I've got some I got a ways to go. And uh, time I get caught up, there'll be some new ones in the catalog I can I can check out. Another essence, just like you're saying, the Hulk. It took a while for that story to develop because all you knew was big green monster man that Hulk smashes everything. Yeah. But when you see the story of how he got to that point, yep. Pretty damn cool. Yeah. So same kind of parallel. Bruce thing. Banner's a pretty cool guy anyways himself. So yeah. Underrated character. I like happy hour. It's a good time. It's good, right? Side note. I am burning my, uh, Garaness Layla candle right now, which is like literally Ooh. the world's most expensive candle. But this thing it just has it smelling like, the Norway gift shop right now, right here at my computer desk. I would say, tell them where to find it, Ryan. Tell them where to find it. You go to the Norway gift shop, which is the ride exit for Frozen Ever After in Epcot at the Norway Pavilion. Um, if you go through the gift shop into the next little kind of foyer area, you'll just all you have to do is be like Toucan Sam and follow your nose to that beautiful smell. <laughs> um, they give out usually uh, like cologne and perfume samples. And at times, Garaness is there doing autographs and meet and greets, yep. and he'll actually give mm -hmm. away um, small bottles of uh, his yep. signature scents. And uh, nice. but yeah, these uh, Layla candles. I know I, I can't remember exactly how much I spent on it, and I knew it was too much. But when I smelled it, I was like, "Oh yeah, you're coming home with me." So <laughs> you get your um, AP discount on that, right? I yes. do, I do. Yep, that is a twenty percent discount with the annual pass. So and a DVC, any of those, you'll you'll get the discount. So uh, you definitely need to scoop that thing up. But it's got my computer desk area smelling like the Norway Pavilion, and I like this is the longest I've gone without going to Disney in the past three years now, or two, yeah, three years, and um, I'm really missing it right now. So this is kind of helping me get through. Then plus looking at my 300 pins on the wall beside me that helps too <laughs> i miss it i need to go yeah exactly so to that ryan that's kind of funny we were actually talking about you so uh at work uh some of some of uh my colleagues at work um like to listen to the podcast whether it's to make fun of us or reasons unknown we appreciate, um, we appreciate any listens and uh so shout out alex henry hello uh thanks for listening once again um, but, uh, this one thing that they, that, they, you know, they've taken away 
from getting to know us over the over the over this time period of you know these 70 78 now 78 episodes yeah Gosh. crazy um <laughs> but it, it was they they pointed out that it's so funny that um that you know this whole thing started with Justin and I basically dragging your ass to Disney yeah. in February of what 21 yeah, and um, and to just to sh- kind of show you and have a guys weekend and show you how fun Disney could actually be, and from then on you were hooked, and now you're the one visiting the parks the most out of all of us. Yeah, it's funny uh, how shit works out, ain't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, in the God no- only knows how much money you've actually spent Dude, <laughs> right, that dude. time period going there. That's so much real overtime. Right there. So much overtime. <laughs> and gentlemen, speaking on that, we're coming up on two years of existence of the podcast. Yeah, it won't be long. Yeah. A few months think away. Think about that. Yeah, a couple months That's away. That's crazy to think about. Um, yeah, uh, we need to do something to celebrate. Oh, we need to do something to celebrate. Well, you're talking about how much I go to the parks. I mean, I'm cool going again. <laughs> Boys, not out. Let's go. Let's go. Let go. But yeah, uh, you know, I we've alluded to that several times, and of course, we should. We should remember where we came from, what started this whole idea, Man. and it kind of goes back to. You know, we went in February, and then I started going like once a month after that, once I nailed down an annual pass, yep. and we take the trip to Animal Kingdom Lodge literally the day before Thanksgiving, like yeah. uh, in November of 21. And yeah, Tuesday before uh, Thanksgiving, yeah. I remember leading up to that trip, we had talked for months, just like, there's something we can get out of this. Yeah. And... um you know, we, we took all of our shit down there with us to our room and set it all up. And we went to dinner after uh, going to the Animal Kingdom for the day. Uh, but we went to dinner and came back and we recorded two different episodes, basically before and after dinner. Yeah. And um, I just remember that first sign off and we kind of looked at each other and like <laughs> what yeah. I felt. I know you guys felt the exact same thing because we both we all three yeah. looked at each other across that table and was like, man, that was, that was exhilarating. And it, I mean, and it, it might sound like we recorded it from a Nokia brick phone. And <laughs> might as at, well have. <laughs> at times, it's cringy to go back and listen to how primitive it sounds because it sounds like we were in like a shitty custodian closet recording it, <laughs> but we were actually in a Savannah view, uh, one bedroom. So, but that's where it all began, and everything starts from somewhere. So. Um, a lot of things that we do together and individually can take us back to that memory of that first sign off and that sign off still carries today on every episode we do 77 episodes later, we're doing the same sign off and I still get that same feeling every time we sign off and I will continue doing this until I do not get that feeling anymore, which I don't think will ever happen, but yeah, there's so many things along my Disney journey that you guys have showed me, and it just it, it it throws me right back to that first that first memory of walking into Pop Century with you guys, and then getting to Epcot, and we get that first drink, and then we hit a few rides, and we you know go to La Cava de Tequila, we get the poutine, yeah. we get tequila shots, and we just we're brothers and and cousins for. 
the first time in God knows how long. And then bringing our kids in on the fold and being able to bring my wife and my three girls down and helping us grow as a family. Like it's, man, it's been, it's been amazing. And, you know, yeah. we kind of came into this whole episode with an open agenda, just kind of, you know, I think we're on the, the matter now of like, you know, Disney has done so much for all of us in many different ways and a lot of the same ways. Um, but I've, I've got these two guys to thank for even like Jordan said, dragging my ass down there in the first place. So, uh, big props to you guys. And, you know, thank you to your coworkers for, um, realizing that I caved to peer pressure and I finally seen the light like Rapunzel did. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it's just, it's again, it's telling, right. It's telling of the difference that it can make in your life and just the escape that we get to have. And as Justin shows us photos of all these times from our, that very first trip in the, in February and us, we're still wearing masks to the parks and just my goodness, how things have changed. Uh, just, there's just so much, so much good things that have happened from, uh, rescuing a, a party of girls from, strangers of all types and uh just people watching at baseline and <laughs> just oh yeah it's um memories yes memories have been had and shared and uh it's it's just a testimony uh to to the brotherhood that this can create and not just for us three right and but for the people there at the parks right it's a this is a community and uh it's it's a thing that you can you can cherish and you can be a part of you can be a part of something bigger uh, it's just um it's just a lot of it's just a lot of fun so i'm uh, i'm happy to 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 do this alongside you guys and i'm happy to be able to share these memories and uh you know and i'm happy to uh to make a little bit of impact and hopefully we're making a little bit of impact on uh on someone listening yeah exactly. that's, that's what it's like, all about I've, I've got i've got pictures of ryan's first time seeing happily ever after uh, we were at Grand Floridian watching from abroad, and uh, it was so moving from that point. I've got video pictures, all of that stuff of Ryan's uh, smiling and just taking it in. And like I, I knew of that that uh, that fireworks show, what it meant to me, but seeing Ryan react to it as well, like and it wasn't even in the park, and still had appreciation for it. Like that's 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 what Disney means to us. That's what, that's what reaches out and pulls us in every single time is that feeling. And, uh, Disney does a damn good job reaching out to at least our three, uh, personalities. Cause we keep coming back time and time again, finding new things to do. Cause it never gets stale. Yeah. It's, it, we find, we find so much to appreciate. It, it's, it's a good thing. Well, you know? and you kind of alluded to it there, Justin, but the person, we are three pretty different personalities, right? Like we have a lot of commonality between us, but we are also very different in a lot of ways. And right. there are so many others that are very different from us. Right. And I think that's, what's, what's great about all this is that we, there's a common tie and a common bond between all of us that we share people that listen to this, to this podcast. Um, and, 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 you know, it's a, it's a commonality that we can share and get behind and just enjoy. And like Ryan always likes to say, like when, when you pull through those gates, you let the real world go by and you can just go and, and just, and just enjoy yourself. And whether it's, you know, uh, 
you know, laughing at some drunk people that have had a little too many to drink at baseline, or if it's, you know, getting hit in the ankles by a, by someone in a scooter at magic kingdom, you never know what's going to happen, but guess what? It's a hell of a lot better than being at work or being somewhere else. Facts. (laughs) Yeah. Huge facts. That's that's a big fact. Yeah. And you know, that that's the beauty of Disney, even outside of us three is it means so much to so many different people in different ways. But when you see thousands of people gathered on main street to see fireworks or people lined up at a meet and greet, there's, so many different people there from different walks of life that are there for a common thing. And there have been several times where we have made friends with complete strangers while waiting on fireworks to start. And we've talked about families we've met that were from Texas when the happily ever after, uh, debuted back. Um, you know, people flew in from Texas. Yeah. Family Mm -hmm. in Massachusetts. So many different people from all over the place and different walks of life. They come there for a common thing. And, I've said this before that at a time that our world is in where people's differences seem to drive them apart, that it, it, they seem to still be able to come together at Disney, no matter what the instance is. So that's a big beauty of, of what, what Disney means to the, the populace. And it's, it's just an incredible thing. Uh, I'll tell you what is incredible is uh, sharing that uh, Tusker Logger with you guys for the first time and seeing yes. interactions was uh, pretty good. If you want to talk about some good memories, that's core memory right yeah. there, guys. Just no matter that Lounge morning alone, a whole yeah, yeah. That morning alone was just we did it right, top tier. We did. We couldn't notch. have asked for better weather for that too. When we got there that morning, it was, it was like perfect. fifty-five degrees. Everything fell into place. It was just. Yeah, nice, easy the drive. Meals, down. the drinks. Yeah. If you guys want to hear all about this and how this whole thing got started, bear with the uh, recordings. They're a little rough around the edges, but we were infantile. We didn't know what we were doing. We we're just having fun and going with it, and we wanted to start this whole crazy thing. So go check out some of those very first episodes, and you can get a little bit more insight and and understand what we're talking about and how we got how we got this thing started. But it's it little you know dies into us you know some of these activities we got to do. Yeah. You know, I, I love how raw our first handful of episodes are, and you really capture just how excited, happy, uh, anxious we were to share. Uncomfortable with in front and, of the mic at first, like, <laughs> yeah. Trying I mean, to I mean and trying our, to figure out, right? And and you get to hear all of that in its infancy, and as it grows, it gets just more and more mature, and things just fall into place and tell us what it is now. And we're, it's just, it's natural to us now. Even if we mess up and make a mistake, we just roll with it. Like it, it's nothing no more. So yep. great, solid beginnings, humble beginnings. And uh, above all else, you get to, to just see how much we do appreciate all those times for how this podcast even started. Yeah. And, this even beyond like you know sharing our love for disney through this outlet this alone has allowed us three to grow closer as grown men as brothers as cousins as family um this has created an environment for us to keep in contact literally on a daily basis and it's beyond (laughs) just talking about podcast things we talk about the happenings in our daily lives and you know 
you know, we thank God every day that we're in close proximity to each other to where yeah, we are a short drive away from each other. So we can see each other on a regular basis, but when we can't, because we all have families and busy lives and different work schedules, this is still a common outlet we have to get together and just bond and grow together. And this is what we continue to do. And I love every second of it. Cheers to that. Cheers, buddy. Yep. So I, I can say 78 episodes at this point is I never thought. I honestly never thought <laughs> like his episode one was throwing spaghetti noodles at the wall and seeing which one was going <laughs> to stick. And from here, the great people we've met along the way, you know, yeah. people that are in Orlando, other, other podcasters and vloggers, just some of the great, fantastic people we've been able to run into. Um, it's been a blessing uh, every, every step of it, every, even all the hiccups. I embrace all the hiccups, all the stress, all the late nights that we've endured like tonight, you know, on work nights where <laughs> some people have to go to work, where we're up here and doing this for ourselves for, and for, for, for other people. So, um, we don't take a second of it for granted because we we definitely see how many people listen to us and it's very heartwarming to see how many people give a shit about what we have to say and it's very humbling. Yeah, and you mentioned some of the some of the people that we get to meet and some of the, you know, some of the things we've gotten to do as part of this podcast and some of those people include some some great partners now with us, uh, you know, including the guys over at DVC Rental Store, uh DVC uh resale market all those guys over at the world DVC companies, they, they, they've helped us out. They've, they, we were customers of theirs, uh, long before we were partners. Um, they've saved us thousands of dollars, uh, on Disney vacations over the years. And so they partnered with us and, and, uh, you know, basically just in, in a way to make sure that people understand how they can help you save money. So, uh, if you want to save some money on your next Disney vacation and stay at accommodations and save up to 75% off, uh, versus Disney rack rates, go look at dvcrentalstore.com. There's a link in our episode description. They can help you out and save you a lot of money. Uh, they're helping us out and saving us some money uh, for my stay at, at Old Key West this weekend when, we're, when we check in tomorrow. So um, they're just really, really great. So go check them out. They can they can help you uh, essentially save money and, and go to Disney. So I don't know what more you could ask for. So go check those lovely people out for sure. Yeah, we love those people. They... Uh... They've been great people. Love them all. They're, they're so great. And above all else, they are willing to help. And they want you to save money. They want you to have the best day possible for and best bang for your buck. So definitely check them out. Yeah, most of all, we can't for, forget our girl Mandy over there, too. That's our that's our, that's our, our homie right there. Hey, Mandy. <laughs> hey, Mandy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, um, also, too, uh, before we go, want to make sure they remind you to go check out OffTheMonorails.com. Uh, we've got some blogs, some insights there on tips and tricks and some happenings around the parks uh, based around our personal experiences, uh, whether it's where the be best bathrooms are, whether you should go and eat at this uh, at this restaurant at, at, at Disney. Uh, if you want to go read more about that, go check out OffTheMonorails.com in our blog section. You can listen to podcast episodes on demand there as well, but you can also visit the shop there, which also helps the sh show. If you want to support the show and rock some OTM swag at the same time, uh, please go visit the shop. We got an array of collections available to choose from, uh, from things like isms and, and popular things that become part of this podcast, uh, like getting food tracked or, you know, like the shirt I'm wearing today, which obviously you can't see, you're just, just listening money, to the show. 
but it's just money. And just remember when you're at Disney, it's just money. So if you want to get some things like that, some things that give nods to some of our favorite places at Disney, like Baseline Tap House uh, and things like that, go check out the shop at offthemonorails.com and pick you up some swag and rock it. And uh, we really appreciate it because it helps us tremendously. So um, one other thing that helps us tremendously is ratings and reviews. So if you're listening to this podcast on a platform like Apple Podcasts or Spotify, make sure that you give us some a star rating. It helps tremendously. We'll pause right now. Okay. It's literally going to take you five seconds and go. Okay. Thank you. See how fast it was. It was that easy guys. We appreciate that. If you didn't get a chance to hit pause on your, on your podcast player and leave a star rating, please go do so when it's convenient, please be safe while you're driving. If you're listening to this while you're driving, but go leave us a rating, go leave us a review. It helps others uh, find our show. It helps us reach a wider audience and get, lets us know too, what you think about the show, how we can get better, what we're doing well, that sort of thing. So we love the feedback. We love the reviews. We love to see it. And of course, we just want to, we want more people to hear us. So if you want to help us out that way, please, please do so. It only takes a second of your time. Also on that same note, uh, be sure you're following us on all of our socials. And if you're not, we're going to take uh, three seconds for you to go do that. So starting now. Okay. Thank you for your time. Uh, we are on Twitter, Facebook, mainly though, Instagram, threads, YouTube, TikTok. Uh, Instagram and TikTok are going to be our biggest outlets. We are still feeding YouTube, trying to make it the big machine that we want it to be. But um, yeah, Instagram is going to be, we have set days of the week for me Mondays. We got Throwback Thursdays, episode announcements on Fridays, and everything else in between. Um, I've kind of found my niche with the the Disney humor and uh, Justin has as well. Jordan kills it with the the throwback Thursdays and uh, designing oh, our wait. episode announcements. So just um, wait on the throwback Thursdays. I've got some really good ones in store. I, we have got to dig out to some more scrapbooks because I know our mom has like seven or eight oh, for, from our childhood. I, I found a monumental mint gem, <laughs> sir. <laughs> Oh, I cannot wait. So for all you folks listening, you need to put Thursday on your calendars as an important day. Uh, You get some Disney nostalgia because there's a lot of things in our throwback Thursday photos that are long gone and are very relic items. And actually, you know, some of the stuff that we uh, were taking pictures with, I had some history dug up on. So, you know, some of the the Toontown and Duck County school stuff like uh, I, I've dug up some some stuff on that point in time where it was, you know, celebrating Donald's birthday and stuff. Um, might be able to create some cool stories behind some of these Throwback Thursdays. But um, before I get off on a further tangent, uh, because I like to ramble, uh, just be sure you follow us on all of our socials. Um, YouTube, subscribe. Make sure that you leave us a comment on anything possible. Leave us a like. Uh, we are always dying to reply back to a comment, a direct message. It doesn't matter. Uh, we just love hearing from people. And we just literally every day strive to get something out there that people want to see or want to read because that is our purpose. So um, if you need to, visit our website at offthemonorails.com. And the links, the direct links to all of our social platforms could be there. Or if you're on a mobile device, uh, same thing. Or just look us up on those apps if you already have them. But we appreciate any follows, subscriptions, comments, 
anything. We just appreciate all the love and attention. Absolutely. If you and if you really enjoy the show, and you want to support us and get a little bit more behind the scenes action. Uh, we do have a Patreon available. We got different membership tiers available for everybody. So if you want to get some behind the scenes access, uh, get some uh, become part of the show with future uh, live Q&A episodes, things like that, um, go check out our Patreon. Link is in the episode description or on our website, offthemonorails.com. You can learn more there and and join and have some fun with us. But fellas, I think happy hour is a successful one. Yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to more iterations. Yeah, I like it. So we hope we uh, will see you in the park soon. I hope you are enjoying food and wine festivities kicking off. And uh, yeah. Stay tuned for next week's episode. We'll dive into my stay at Old Key West Resort and all the happenings that go went with it. So uh, until next time, I'm Jordan. I'm Justin. And I'm Ryan. And this is Off the Monorail.